Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Well, I'm not Perry Allen Wood. Perry is doing his fatherly duties this weekend with his daughter's finals, her senior year, parents weekend down at uh, University of South Carolina. I can't miss, I can't blame him for missing this now. Oh, no, that's what I told him. I said, years from now, you'll say, you know, I missed the show on such and such a date. I wonder what we did. But years from now, you'll look and say, I remember going to my daughter's last parents weekend so he's absolutely doing what he should do i also want to mention greg uh greg's taking a little sabbatical from the show he's he's had a a rough year physically this year and and we just hope he gets to feeling better i know he said he's going to be off the show for the rest of the year but we hope maybe he'll come back and visit us sure do you get well greg absolutely so and, and so that just leaves me and you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Ronnie Black. He's Alan Hill, and we're here to do what we can for you this Saturday morning. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about uh, last week at Bristol Motor Speedway. Oh, got a few things to talk about. Bristol never does let you down. No, it gives you plenty to talk about. And of all weekends for Perry to miss a race, it has to be on Bristol. You know, I had a question answered that I had wondered, but never did think to ask anybody. What did they do with all the dirt that they took off the track? Well, they saved it. Yeah, we're going to put it back and uh, moved it right outside the racetrack. Still looks good, red, pretty, and everything. <laughs> so uh, don't get rid of it, you know. So that bristle red clay. Because uh, at the top of the hour, I'm going to be, we're going to, let me tell you what our guests are. Yeah, do today. that. So uh, we're going to have our Deb Williams, NASCAR. Just, that's know, about 940. That's about 940. I mean, 1040. 1040. Then at the top there, we're going to bring in Josh Burgess, uh Winning this renegade race car driver up at Harris Motor Speedway. Won a ton of races this year. I'd hate to say right off the bat how many times he's won up there, but we'll but we get, can ask him that. We can ask him that. I'm sure he knows. And then at 1120, uh, we'll go back. We'll get Eddie Ray, who, uh, don't get me wrong, Eddie Ray runs Travers Wrist Motor Speedway, and they got the dirt from the Monster Trucks series whenever the Monster Trucks is over there at uh Greenville at the Bilo Center. Oh, okay. And so he got that red dirt and brought it over to Travers Wrist. I imagine that saved him a, a uh, nice chunk of change, didn't and it? He said that was the best dirt, clay, no rocks in it, no nothing. You know how they do, right? They, they after they actually sifted that dirt and yeah. made sure it was good for the monster trucks. And he was able to get it. All they told him to do is make sure that he had dump trucks there to haul it off with so uh that's a pretty like good he, deal like he's talking about bristol motor speedway got their dirt outside the racetrack they gonna move it back because uh the show they put on back in the springtime over there on dirt 
you know, they go well, like you're saying with all the sifting of it. It's not something they can just go dig up out of the backyard. Oh no, uh, some of our race tracks. I ain't gonna throw no rocks out here, but mm. that's what. Speaking you of rocks, throwing rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up rocks out of the inside of my race car, and sometimes your driver comes in with fingers that had rocks come in and hit your fingers and stuff. Oh yeah, like because a lot of our dirt boys, we don't. They don't wear gloves like. Uh, these other guys do. They won't feel that steering wheels. But uh, like I said, uh, Bristol Speedway, uh, biggest deal up there I've seen was uh, who made the champion. I mean, who's going to make the playoffs and who's not. And uh, I, I don't think there's any surprises there. You know, Michael McDowell, Kurt Busch. I kind of thought Kurt might make it in. I did too. Well, you know, we were but, talking about some drivers that had good and bad weeks, yep. and Kurt's been all over the place this yep. year. He's been all over the place, and uh, another one didn't make it was Eric Amarola and Tyler Reddick. Uh, but one of the biggest surprises I caught from the race was uh, the way the 24 and the 48 car, Alex Bowman and William Byram run. Right. They stayed right there. They, they had, did. They, they, they had to get up in there to make this, uh, make this next round. Well, they were racing with some urgency. Yes. William Byron finished third in that race. You know, well, let me just give you the rundown here. Kyle Larson won, and guess what that means? Somebody we know picked him. (laughs) I'll take that credit for that. But uh, second place went to Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick showed uh, showed us that he could. I thought he was actually going to end up getting his first win of the year last night. Yep. I mean, last week. I seen a little tweet of something about Tony Stewart was sitting there watching the race and he tweeted to Harvick that your win's coming soon, but uh, but they had it circled right up on the Tony Stewart's TV. Uh-huh. Was a diecast of the five car. Why would you have a diecast of the five car? But, you know, I mean, both of them are you know, the... yeah. Not, I ain't gonna say the sprint midget cars or, or mm-hmm. open wheel modified cars, wing sprints. So, uh, you know, I know the good buddies there, but, uh, but like I said, Kevin Harvick finished second. William Byron, he finished third, had to have a good show to move on. Then you had fourth was Ryan Blaney, fifth was Alex Bowman. And right. He had to have a good show to move on. So, uh, then we move on down to uh, Brad Keselowski. Martin Truex Jr., Eric Jones, Denny Hamlin, and 10th place with a good run was the 21 car of Matt Benedetto. Now, Matt's another one that keeps showing flashes of brilliance, and then next thing you know, he's at the back of the pack. Well, that's uh, a lot of that kind of happened. You've seen uh, uh, right there, you know, right there, got down to the end of it. Look who was all having a little bit of problem. The 11 car, Denny Hamlin. Yeah. Goes up, hits the wall, right front tire flat. Next thing you know, here's Kyle Busch. And did you see the way Kyle Busch was dropping? Oh, yeah. He almost dropped outside of making the cut. Yes. And they come in, and uh, the 20 car, did you hear the the 20 car of, uh, let's see, uh, I mean, Christopher Bale? He had he got in a little skirmish yeah. there, and crew chief Harden just put tires on it and get him back out there. <laughs> and they knew where they was going. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. But uh, Kyle Larson, sixth win, six win, sixth win of the year. He started off, you know, the race that we're going to have tomorrow night, which is going to be Las Vegas. 
He started out his winning season Viva this year. Las Vegas. And uh, that's where he started off with that five car. And uh, But uh, our next three races, Las Vegas, Talladega, and the Roval at Charlotte. Yeah. Boy. And uh, you shared with me earlier before we went on the air that you've got what I thought was a very good question that you're going to ask. Deb Williams when she comes on this morning. Yep, I hope she's listening because I don't want to put a surprise on her. But uh, <laughs> with Michael McDowell finishing 16th, then you had Kirk Bush, Eric Amarola, and Tyler Reddick. Now that they're out, so the rest of the year, if they do have a good run, I don't think that they can improve their point system or whatever. So, you know, because we're starting back over again. Right. Because now that makes sense. But we know that NASCAR doesn't always yeah, make sense. I know that 17th, you've got uh, Ross Chastain and you've got uh, Austin Dillon. They're trying their best to outrun each other to be get, be 17th in the points. Because right. a lot of, good, lot of money. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of money on, yeah. this, on this run for championship points and stuff like that where you finish at. But, like I said before... Uh, 12 cars moved on. You had the four of the Hendricks cars. You had four Joe Gibbs cars. You had three Penske cars. And you had one Stuart Haas car. So, uh, so that puts us up, uh, who's going to be next to fall? Yeah. Uh, you got, you got, the way I look at it, I don't know if you look at it the same way I do. It's kind of like you said, hit or miss. Kurt Busch had some hit or miss runs and stuff like that. So, uh, to me, I'm looking at, don't get me wrong, don't want, I'm looking at Christopher Bell, William Byron, Alex Bowman, and then I've got a little, I got a little asterisk beside this name because this guy here, he's won a few races this year, and that's Ryan Blaney. Yeah. But you got to look at who he is actually running against. To move on to the next eight, and that's going to be, you got Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin, which got plenty of points in the in the bank. Right. But neither one of them has really won a championship. No. But. And, and uh, early on, I thought maybe this would be Denny's year. Yeah. But I, I, there's a possibility it could have passed him by. It could have done passed him by, but you got uh, your other... Uh, Six drivers. You got Chase Elliott. You got Martin Truex. You got Kyle Busch. You got Kevin Harvick. You've got Joey Logano, and you've got Brad Keselowski. And between them six, they've done went down this championship road before. So right. I ain't gonna say they they kind of, you know. I don't know if uh, I watched the truck race last night, and you had uh, the '98 truck, uh, <laughs> Matt Crafton, right. He was outside looking in, but somehow or another, right there at the end, he got up there, and next thing you know, he's moving on. Yeah. Now he got about a six or seven point advantage. And sometimes, you know, I ain't going to say you got to have that mentality of being in that, that tight situation right. and know where to be at to move on. But like I said before, we are moving on to Las Vegas, which will be tomorrow night, and... uh seen something in the truck race that I kind of did not like. I don't like it, and that's the side draft. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were talking to me about that. Side drafting, you seen what it calls the three car, between the three car and the two car, 
whenever they're just running for the stage points. And uh, everybody knows these stage points. They do add up. They do. And they'll move you on. But uh, we got the side drafting going to come back at Las Vegas. I'm, I don't, I'm not a big fan of his side drafting. I don't like you boys moving down and, and getting a side draft, packing that air in that, and, in that fender wheel. And, and I've always heard that vengeance is the plate best served cold. Well, uh, I know Richard Childers still got in back of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Childers is one of them old school guys. Oh, absolutely. And you know who he used to have for a driver at one time? That was the Black 3 car. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, we're going to look at uh, two or three other things coming up. And uh, another thing I've been talking to you about a little bit earlier here was uh, Kurt Busch, now that he is out of the chase and he is going to be moving on Toyota next year uh-huh. and we're going to Talladega next week and he is in a Chevrolet right now right. but he's going to be moving to Talladega now that we're going are, are you going to stay loyal and and Kurt is is I think historically Kurt, has not, not been a driver that moves on quietly no but I think he will like you said um, well I say I think he will. Yeah. Say it this way. If Chevrolet comes in there, you know, which I don't know if they started, you've heard it before, uh, you're going to be moving on Toyota so you don't get to come to the driver's meeting yeah. and stuff like that. But you got to look at where he is leaving from, which is Chip Canassi, which is getting out. Completely, the, yeah. Completely next year. So uh, I don't think, uh, I think he's still going to be in all the meetings is at Chip Canassi. So, uh, between him and uh, the watermelon man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what can I say? We are. It'll be interesting to see this week and next week. Yes, it will. And then the third week is the Roval. Uh huh. That's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different ball game. And NASCAR, like I said, you sit there and you watched, uh, if you watched the Bristol race, they had, on TV, you had three different races going on at one time trying to get into, you sitting there trying to watch, which one am I going to watch? Right. And, and it was the same way last night with the truck race last night. One guy passes, all of a sudden I'm down two points, or I, I pass another one, he he got passed, I was up two points. Yeah. So, uh, and that, that is one of the things I do like about the playoffs. Yeah. Because, you know, years ago, back when when we weren't quite as old as we are now, you could wrap the, the points up Three a month races. early. Yeah. A month, four races early, you could already have enough points and you could be uh, out front cruising and I, I'm, I'm going to be your champion. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, uh, I ain't going to say no excitement in it, but, uh, I still, uh, I'm kind of like Perry. I like it right now, but I just don't quite like it coming down to four drivers, one race. Yeah. Yeah, it could, it could use some tweaking. It could use just a little bit of tweaking right there. Let it come down to about eight drivers for one race. And uh, I think that would be a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, four drivers, kind of tight. Yeah, a lot more cutthroat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have that team play. Uh, team play again, because uh, we've seen a little bit of it at Bristol. Uh, Chase Elliott. They said Chase Elliott slowed the four car up so that the five car could come on. Right. Uh, 
Well, what do you what do you say about that? I think that's racing. <laughs> well, the way I look at it, if he's slowing him up, why don't you just go put that chrome horn to him? You at Bristol, yeah. move him out of the way. Uh, but uh, that's one thing you can do at Bristol is move somebody out of the way, and they're, I ain't going to say this, not a hard crash, but it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, unless we'll get back into more of this in a little bit later, but right now we're going to take a break, and you're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife, Rita, are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. For scores, high school football schedules, articles, and everything going on here at the station, download our app today. Just search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine, pairing or the ideal gift. Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Do you own a diesel truck that just doesn't have the power you want when pulling your camper, boat, or livestock trailer? Whether you use your diesel truck for work or play, optimal performance is important. PF Auto and Diesel has over 30 years experience and employs ASE certified mechanics and can get your diesel engine running right. So whether it's the power stroke in your Ford that's giving you issues or your dump truck or tractor trailer just isn't running right, call PF Auto and Diesel today to schedule your appointment. 426-5083. PF Auto and Diesel, 1116 Jonesville Lockhart Highway in Union. Worth the drive to get your diesel engine running right. Military and first responders get 10% off with proper ID. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you want a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosures, condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land, it doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. 
what we were just talking about a few minutes ago. We see a bad moon rising tomorrow night and next week. Yes, we do. Uh, also, we had a little bit of bad moon rising up there at Harris Speedway. Uh, had a lot of racing going on up there last weekend. And Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, before you get started, let me take this opportunity to thank Lanny McKinney. Yep. Lanny does the Budmore website. He also takes care of our podcast every week, gets it up on the web, and bails us out when we fail. Well, uh, yep, Lanny, uh, uh, Perry texts me. He's wanting to know who our guest was going to be this week so that he could get it up on our website right. so that everybody could hear it. And I said, well, uh, he said, sometime middle of the week be fine. I said, well, I better be finding somebody. <laughs> and, well, Lanny texted me this morning to say, hey, the stream keeps going in and out. Yep. And I think a big part of our listenership does listen via the web on, on the stream. And so for us, that's really important that we get it fixed. And thank Tyler Sugar for getting on the phone up here and leading us through how to get the streaming going back going. Yep, because uh, got a lot of listeners out here. I mean, I get I get these texts in my phone all the time, uh, doing a good job, sounding good. Sometimes I get them back and says. I've lost y'all, so yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm glad we... Uh, and, and I'm not the most technologically astute person that works here. Well, that's... Uh, but we're going to get back to Harris results. Good. Uh, this is going to be the Chuck Sparks Memorial Night, number two. Uh, going to start off with the front-wheel drive division. First place went to Bradley Williams. Second went to Mason Mack. Third went to Cody Page. Fourth went to Wayne Heatherly. And fifth went to Michael Lawson. Move over to the Renegade Division. First place. He won on Friday night. <clears throat> Had to tear his motor down. Stayed up all night on Friday night. Put it back together. Come back on Saturday night and won again. <laughs> and that's gonna I be- know that had to be gratifying to oh, him. Yeah. And we're going to have him on at 11 o'clock. That, that, I, I, I'm anxious to ask him about that whole process. Oh, well, yeah. When you, have to, when you went on Friday night, you have to pull your motor apart. Then you have to. I seen a picture where they unloaded the car in the shop at four fifty one a.m. Oh man, no motor, no motor in in the in the hole. So, right. Uh, that means that they had to put the motor back together and then stick it back in the car. And it's not like a NASCAR deal where you've got a team of people doing this while you go take you, you get a nap, you get to sleep, rest. You got to get in there elbow deep in the grease. You got to get in there and do it. And don't get me wrong, nine times out of ten, there's still a lot of mud up on these, these race cars. And, yeah. Uh, you got to get in there and do it. But uh, congratulations to Josh Burgess. Uh, second place went to Johnny Hip. Third went to Jordan Brandle. Fourth went to Brandon Valentine. And fifth went to Chris Davis. Uh, now we're going to move over to the Carolina Speedway. That's up in Gastonia. They had the big... Uh, they caught the BAM Street Stop Battle Royale. That paid $10,000 to win. Now, with a name like that, you got to have a good show. Yes, you do. Bam. <laughs> Here it is. This was the third annual race up there. It started off. It had the $10,000 60-lap main event. First place went to a local driver up there, Patrick Lyons from Gastonia, North Carolina. Second went to Brandon White of Stacy, North Carolina. Third went to Timbo Magnum. He's from Pageland, South Carolina. And fourth went to Cade Langley from Rock Hill. 
and fifth went to Randy Baker from Health Springs, South Carolina. Health Springs. I, I never thought I'd heard of most places in South Carolina, but that's a new one on me. But uh, the payoff there, Patrick Lines, $10,000. Second place paid $3,000. Third paid $1,700. Fourth paid twelve, And fifth paid 1000 So uh, good line up there. The only thing I've seen in here is a lot of these uh, street stop boys, uh, they had a big race down at Why Not Mississippi. And all our boys go down there. And well, they had like 115 cars down there. Holy moly. But uh, they must have had a heck of a payout. Well, they it's paid ten thousand dollars, same as we did up here. Well, but I looked at the complete rundown, and uh, about the furthest one we've got is uh, I'd say Roger McKenzie from Swainsboro, Georgia, that made it up here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why the boys down there in Mississippi, if we want to come down and run with them, y'all need to come on up here and run with us. Absolutely. But they had thirty eight cars. And uh, Patrick Lyons won, led every lap, and took home the the big money. And like I said, congratulations to him. Also, they had the Thunder Bomber race there. Madison Hoots won it. They had the Hornets. Shannon Barnhill won it. The Street Stock non-qualifier, Trey Beatty. Uh, Pure Stock, Dylan Lacey. The Late Models, Timbo Magnum. And like I said, Patrick Lyons, he won the big main event, paid $10,000. And don't get me wrong, Patrick Lyons, and when you win a big race like that in the street stock division, you do have to pull your motor out, and you do have to send it off. They do check everything, because this is one of those crate motors where it comes sealed. and uh, You ain't supposed to be messing with it. You're not supposed to be messing with it. Whatever you do, whenever you go in there and freshen it up, you've got a certain spec valve mm-hmm. springs and stuff like that that you're supposed to put back in these motors to try to keep these boys, uh, I ain't going to say, between the lines. Well, let me ask you this. When you have to send your crate motor off like that, do they send you a replacement in the meantime, or are you just out of luck? You're out of luck. <laughs> wow. You're out of luck. Uh, hopefully they they get it back, uh, you know, midweek or something like that. But uh, don't get me wrong, there's a couple of times that... Uh, me and Danny, we've been leading the points over here at Cherokee Speedway, and we take off and go to somewhere on Friday night. And uh, just like Danny told them, Danny told the promoter there, he said, "Look here, got him off to the side. I'm leading the points at Cherokee Speedway. I don't have a spare motor. If somebody comes in here and pulls me down, if they pull me something further than you know heads and intake, right? You know, we can we can stick a head gasket back on it and." And put the head back on it, put the intake back on it, you know, three or four hours and stuff like that and get it back going. But if they want to pull bottom in, pull crankshaft and stuff out of it, if you ain't got a spare motor sitting over against the wall, it's like Dan said, I'm not pulling down. Yeah. And uh, But if you don't pull down, it kind of looks... Uh, looks more... suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Looks a little suspicious. Puts but... you between a rock and a hard place. Yes, it does. But... Uh, Especially if you know you're clean. Yes, we do. And uh, coming up this weekend, we're looking at Travers Rest Speedway. They got the big Robert Bradley V8 Nationals over there. That's September 24th and 25th. Last night, they had uh, qualifying and heat races over at Travers Rest Speedway. So I'm going to start off with the Thunder Bomber Futures in heat number one. And Thunder Bomber Futures went to 
First place went to Scott Hendricks. Second went to Blade Edwards. Third went to Chris Coggins. In heat race number two, first place went to Stetson Todd. Second went to Travis Jamison. Third went to Justin Watts. So that means Scott Hendricks and Stetson Todd going to be starting on the front row of the big main event there tonight. In Crate Sportsman Division, we got uh, Jesse Wall and Jake Jackson and Lee Higgin. First, second, and third. In Pure Stock Division, we got Heat race number one. First place went to Michael Hedden. Second went to Travis Burnett. Third went to Scott Hendricks. In heat race number two, first place went to Dwayne Worley. Second went to Josh Harris. Third went to Bradley Williams. In Renegade Division, heat race. Uh, had about six or seven cars shows up, so they only had one heat race in the Renegade Division. First place went to Wally Fowler. Second, went to Junior Johnson. You know when your last name's Jun- Johnson and you're born and it's a boy and you name him Junior. So uh, <laughs> we got a Junior Johnson and a Wally Fowler starting on the front row of the Renegade race at Traverse Rest Speedway. So you don't think that won't be a show. You can tell me about it. Unless we just got a phone call, strangest one I've ever gotten here at the radio station. It was the Nielsen Rating Company wanting to know what radio show we're listening to. Okay. So I, I told her. Oh, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> we, we, we listen to our own right now. <laughs> and the Thunder Bomber Division. Heat race number one. First place went to Blake Bentley. Second went to Madison Hoots. Third went to Luke Doggett. In heat race number two. First place went to Benji Knight. Second went to Ricky Bogan. Third went to Kyle Geis. In the Extreme 4 Division, in heat number one, first place went to Trent Blackwell. Second went to J.B. Moser. Third went to Tony Stevens. Heat race number two. Heat first place went to Bradley Williams. Second went to Ricky Holcomb. And third went to Scott Parker. The rookies, they had their main event there last night. First three in the rookie main. First place went to J.J. Coggins. Second went to Dale Bennett. And third went to Keeley Laws. Okay, so they're going to have their big main events going there tonight. So, uh, good night to be going over there and watching them at Traverse Fred Speedway since uh, Cherokee Speedway's off this weekend. Yeah. Uh, these boys are getting together because next weekend Cherokee's going to have a big race, and I'll get into it just a little bit longer. But uh, Carolina Speedway. They call this racing and wrecking. Uh, <laughs> they got the powder puffs up there. And we hadn't heard of the powder puff division. Uh, that's all females. Rebels. Hadn't heard that in a long time. That's a, they also going to have a Chinese race. I don't know what Chinese race I don't race know is. if I want to know. But it's backwards race for eight laps and chain race for eight laps. Uh, They're going to have a 150 lap enduro race and it's going to pay $1,500, $500, $250, $150 they will take a short break to confirm scoring in this 150 lap enduro <laughs> I would not want to be one of the scorers in this race you have to you have to supply your own score <laughs> so, uh, uh, then I would probably win enduro entries must have our own score so uh it's, it's uh, that's a little fishy right there. In the uh, yeah, but uh, like I said, we're gonna get down here now. 
Next weekend, we're going to start the Mike Duval V8 Nationals. That's going to be from September 30th to October 2nd. On Thursday, September 30th, we got open practice. Gates going to open up at 5 p.m. on Thursday afternoon. Practice is going to be from 7 to 10. Uh, stands is going to be free to get in. Pits is going to be $20. Now, on Friday, October 1st, they're going to bring the World of Outlaws in there for a one-day show. It's going to be $10,000 to win the World of Outlaws. Also, they're going to have the qualifying heats for the 604 late models, the Super Sportsman, Street Stock, Thunder Bombers, and Pure Stock. Gates are going to open up over there at 2 p.m. Stands is going to open up at 3. Driver's meeting will be at 7 o'clock. Stands is going to be $30. Pits is going to be $40. Uh, but to come over and see the World of Outlaws for $10,000, uh, that's going to be a, a pretty good show there. And then you can come back on Saturday night. They got the mains for the 604 late models, the Super Sportsman, Street Stock, Thunder Bombers, and Pure Stock. And they got the full program for the 602 open wheel modifieds and the 602 late models. Pence is going to open up at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Stands is going to open up at 3 o'clock too. Driver's meeting will be at 6 o'clock. Going to be an hour earlier on Saturday so they can get all this racing in. The stands is going to be $20 to get in on Saturday and $35 to the pits. But you can get a two-day pass for $45. That ain't a bad deal. Our pits, which is going to be $70. So that's going to be the big Mike Duval Memorial Race over there. Everybody knows what Mike Duval, when you when you even mention Cherokee Speedway. Oh, yeah. You guys think of Mike Duval. You have to. Uh, long-time racer there and uh, good fella. That's yeah. What, that's what I can say about him. I mean, yeah. Uh, that's all anybody could ever ask for. Yep. And uh, that's most of our local racing, what's going on. Uh, like I said, we got uh, Travis Chris Speedway. Going to be a good deal on the front row of uh, Wally Fowler and Junior Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> what can what more can you say over at Travis Rest Speedway? That's it. So, uh, well, why don't we take a break and we'll come back? We we hope with Deb Williams, our insider in the pits, and listen, she does a great job for us, and I just I love talking to her. Yes, I do too. Got a couple of questions we want to ask her. Yeah. And we'll be back right after this break. And you're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this and you want it to sound like this there's the pass to Leitner puts it up 
then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. We are Fox The home of the South Carolina Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. This is our now on FM at 98.3. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. This is Jeremy Clement, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage. Biscuits baked to perfection. The enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's Easy on the Go Breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Valid when product served. Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Good morning, Deb. How are you this morning? Good morning. Just fine, thank you. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. I told you we're running kind of short-handed, and uh, it's even shorter-handed right now. Alan had to step out to take a phone call for another guest we're going to have a little bit later. So don't tell anybody, but it's just me and you. Oh, how about that? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to stop meeting like that. I know. People are going to start to talk. I I don't care. Let them talk. (laughs) Well, I guess. Well, is it? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's definitely been interesting after Bristol last weekend. Oh, I think Bristol was fun. I don't know about you. (laughs) Oh, it was definitely interesting there. It was long nights, but it was definitely the old Bristol. There's no doubt about that. That's what Alan and I talked about earlier. It was just good old time racing, action, and reaction. It was, and... 
You know, it was interesting. Like, I thought Kyle Petty made an interesting comment after the race on air when he was talking about it reminded him of old racing, old school racing. Yeah, it really did. You know, the you had the old school racing, but then you also had the drivers handle it old school. And they didn't get on Twitter and social media and handle it that way. They just got they handled it face chest. to face. Yeah. Yeah, that was but all good. I didn't think Chase was actually going to fight because first thing he did was take his helmet off. Uh, yeah, but that just shows you that <laughs> he doesn't, he's not afraid of confrontation. Yeah. You know? Uh, that finger. <laughs> the, the ones that, uh, yeah, the, hey, the, the long finger you never want pointed at you is Richard Petty's long finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you know you're in trouble. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny to me who always takes their helmets off and who doesn't take their helmet off. Because the ones that don't take their helmet off, they usually don't have any intention of throwing punches. But, <laughs> Of course, after Harvick did take his helmet off, he damaged it pretty good when he slammed it on top of the car. That now, was the first right thing now, I thought of when he slammed it down. Oh, my God. This ain't the old Walmart safety helmet you get. <laughs> no, no. And I'll tell you, the look that was in his eyes, that is the most vicious look I have seen in his eyes in a long time. Do you think that's a, a, a season so far frustrations coming out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was clear. And, I mean, Kyle Larson even said in his post-race interview that there's no way he could have caught Harvick if Chase hadn't done what he did to to slow Harvick. Yeah. And uh, it was so funny because one reporter asked uh, Kyle after the race about, you know, how you control your emotions and get into confrontations and stuff like that. And... Kyle reminded, his answer reminded me of Clint Eastwood's comment in the movie Magnum Force when Clint Eastwood kept saying a man's got to know his limitations. Yes. Because Kyle Larson said, look, I'm five foot six, a hundred and some pounds. He said, I know better. I'm not going to get into it with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's a smart young man. That's a smart young man. That's right. That's what I thought. I thought, well. This man knows his limitations. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it Ryan Newman and, and Kyle Larson about uh, two years ago? Some of them need somebody, use somebody up in the corner to move on. And he said, I understand it. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, I- yeah, that was the fourth turn there at Phoenix to get yeah. into the, to advance the homestead for the finals. Yeah. 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 And R- Ryan Newman just drove off in there and just kind of used uh, Kyle up. And he just said, well, that's, I do the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, of course, they came from the same venue. You know, they're both sprint car racers, dirt racers, and and they know what that's just racing, you know. And it's like I've always said, I know how competitive I am, and I'm not going to condemn anybody, any drivers, for doing the same thing that I know I would have done. Right. You know, and and I'm sure Chase's attitude was, hey, you cost me a chance at victory. If I can't win it, you aren't either. <laughs> Which of all drivers on on the in the field, I don't think I'd want to go jump on Ryan Newman anyway. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm talking about Chase and yeah. Kevin Harvick at Bristol. <laughs> but no, let me tell you, Ryan Newman is like Kel Yarborough. He's all muscle and very stout, and 
he gets it from working out on his farm, not working out in a gym. Yeah, he's, he's like Earnhardt. Earnhardt was strong. that way. He's country, yeah, country strong. strong. Which is the way Dale Earnhardt was. Too. Yeah. You know. Um, they, um, oh yeah, I, I was amazed. First time Kale Yarborough during practice would climb up on the transporter, the top of it, and tie his uniform off at his waist when it was really hot. Right. And the first time I ever saw him do that when I was walking through the garage when I started covering cup racing. And I saw the muscles and all on that man. I thought, mm, that's somebody I would definitely want on my side in a fight. <laughs> and Same over his career, that's somebody he... I'd want on my side in a fight. And Tony Stewart, too. <laughs> well, both of them, during the courses of their careers, proved that to be true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Deb, we so. know that we know that Michael McDowell, Kurt Busch, Eric Amarola, and Tyler Rick are not moving on. And I asked Perry, I mean Ronnie a little bit earlier, is is that the way they're going to finish in the points next? I mean, are they just locked into them spots? They cannot go no further, nothing like that. Yeah. Well, they can go further. Um, I I can't see. Uh, okay, I mean, they, they, they the further stuff they could go. Let's see, we're down to twelve now. So the furthest up any of them could go would be 13th. That's what I was fixing to say. Michael McDowell could possibly go from 16th up to 13th and replace Correct. Tyler Reddick or something like that. So it's between them yeah. four now. Right, for that, yeah. I knew she would know. <laughs> I told her she would. Uh, but it, it just, uh, whenever I seen that, I said, well, you know, uh, Austin Dillon and Watermelon Man, they they racing for seventeenth right now. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, Chastain. Yeah, yeah those Chastain. those that did not make the top sixteen can the furthest up they can go is seventeenth in the points. So uh, okay, well that answers your question and and mine too. I I thought it was a good question. And and something else I wanted to ask about totally different. You know, we have already all of us have already heard that. Next year, they're going to the single lug nut. Right. Are there any other changes coming to the new car that maybe not as flashy as something like that, but something that we can notice for next year? You know, a lot. That's probably going to be the one you're going to notice the most because a lot of the other changes on the next-gen car, or I'd say most of them, the majority of them, are internally on the car. They're mechanical changes. And, of course, another big thing you're going to notice in addition to that is how much more the race car looks like its street version because the manufacturers were really animate about that. They wanted the cars to look more like the street version. So, you know, after looking at the ones when they made their debut, I would say that you can probably going to be able to look at a car and say that is a Mustang and and that yeah. is a Camaro and and all that. But that was one thing the manufacturers were animate about was having the cars look more like their street first cousins. Well, to me, that will be a welcome change because oh, I agree one hundred percent. There's no way any of those cars look like the street versions. I mean, they've got no. decals to try to make them look like, but you can't change a silhouette. That's right. And yeah. I know, at least for about the 15 years that I've been associated with this show and the earlier iteration of this show, uh, Dropping the Hammer, 
we have always been adamant that we we want the cars that went on Sunday to look like the cars you go to the showroom to buy on Monday. That's right. And that's what the, they don't call them manufacturers anymore. They call them the OEMs. But that's what they said they wanted. And that's what they have been able to do is get the character lines back in the cars for next year and make the internal changes, uh, you know, rack and pinion and stuff like that, that uh, they've not had in cars, in these stock cars before. But I was telling one person the other day how when I was with Winston Cup scene, then Dick Beatty was the Winston Cup director, that they had me come over and do a story on how they made the templates. And, of course, at this particular time, there were only six templates that were used, not the more than 20 they have today. Of course, they naturally didn't have the electronic deal that they do today. But they actually had the passenger vehicles in a garage, and they were drawing the templates off of that uh, passenger vehicle and making the templates that way. And it was quite interesting to see how they did that. Because they can still use templates, but just have a template for each of the different brands. Right. A Toyota, Ford, Chevrolet. And Mm -hmm. it has to fit into that template. Correct. Instead of just making everything just alike. Because I I can remember as as cars from the 60s and into the 70s became more and more streamlined, the cars on the, the racetrack became more streamlined. And that, well, that worked and that, out good for everybody. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you know, when you go back to the Ford Talladegas and the Dodge Daytonas and the Plymouth Superbirds and the Roadrunners mm-hmm. and all that, I mean, they made those cars for the racetrack. Right. And the, the interesting thing then was NASCAR had a requirement that you had to sell 500 of that particular model before you could race it. I had forgotten about that, but I remember it now that you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. And what was funny, I don't remember who told me this. I don't remember. It might have been Harry Hyde. I don't remember who told me. But they said that when the, uh, either the Dodge Daytonas or the Plymouth Superbirds were coming out, and they didn't have the 500 made, but Bill (laughs) Frantz Sr. was standing there counting them, and they kept driving out like half a dozen or two dozen of the cars, and they'd drive them around and drive them back through <laughs> until he had counted 500. That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, then they could also run not only that year's model, but the two previous years as right. well. Yeah. And uh, something adjacent to that, the one of the first things I thought about when I heard about the one lug nut is what's this going to do to pit stops and pit crews. Well, you know, if you watch an IndyCar race, they have the one lug nut now. And, right. of course, what really affects, the, is going to affect the speed of the pit stop is the gas. Because right. it doesn't matter how much faster you can change those tires or change those wheels, you know, the gas can only flow so fast. Right. So that's going to affect them. But, you know, really, when I watch an IndyCar pit stop, 
I don't think that much about it just being one lug nut that they've got. And, of course, I don't think what a lot of people realize is the reason they've had to go to that is because they're changing the composition of the wheel. And five lugs would not work on the new wheel composition because it would, I believe they're going to aluminum wheels, and the five lugs would just ground out the the holes and all. They would not be safe. And that's why they're going to the one lug nut is because of changing the composition of the wheel that does make sense yeah but that's the reason and um but yeah the gas flow is going to remain the same to the best of my knowledge i'll tell you who's really concerned about their jobs are the fabricators because all of these parts and pieces are going to be coming from one supplier and the fabricators you're not going to need fabricators you know the old days of the English wheel and the person being just an expert at fabricating sheet metal is going to be gone. And those who are really, are the people who are very concerned about their jobs as fabricators. Oh, I bet. And that's something I hadn't considered in that. Well, Deb, yeah, that's one thing that's not being mentioned very often. Well, Deb, uh, uh, Race City Steel has moved to Spartanburg, one of their stores down here for all us dirt racers that we can go get aluminum from them. Steel, round that, cubing, and all why. that stuff. So uh, they know they got to move on somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the dirt track's the place to do it, you know? Yes. It yeah. Is. But I didn't realize they had left Mooresville and moved to upstate South I, Carolina. That's very interesting. I think they still have their store up there. But uh, like, oh, I do said, they? like I said, they, they still have, a, they, they just opened up a store down here off of Union Street, and it's called Race City Steel. And you can get every piece, kind of color sheet metal you want to make a dirt car and robot. That's even. great. Yes, it is. Okay, we've got about yeah. a minute and a half left. Now, is there anything special we ought to be looking for tomorrow night? Well, you know, it, after seeing the truck race last night, it's obvious that uh, whoever dominates is not necessarily going to win. Yeah. Because it's a situation where... And, and, of course, if they hadn't had that final caution flag, Todd still won. But then when they did and the restart and the way Thor Sports uh, drivers handled the restart, you know, that put Thor Sport one through four, which is the first time a truck team has ever finished in the top four positions in the history of the truck series. Okay. So, very quickly, tell everybody where they can find your material. It's at racingtoday.com. That's R-A-C-I-N-T-O-D-A-Y.com. And um, they can read all types of, not my, just me, but also the IndyCar and sports car racing and drag racing. Uh, yeah, I was quite exhausted last week. I drove after work until about 2 in the morning at the Bristol night race on Saturday night. I got up Sunday morning and drove three hours back to Z-Max. Oh, wow. Uh, got there in time to cover the semifinals uh, and the final round. Of, all right, we've got to go. We're up against the clock, and we'll talk to you next week. Fox Sports 1400's website is SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. WSPG Spartanburg. Let's lock in. Rob Stone, Fox Big Noon Kickoff Show, is now. Now. Now.
A few years back, when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipe burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey everyone, this is Ben Ingram. Wake up weekday mornings with Tyler Sugart on Bump and Run from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on Spartanburg's home for the Atlanta Braves, Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. Tracing roots to 1832, Janney is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. This is Jeremy Clement, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. There's a new sandwich shop in downtown Spartanburg. It's the Sandwich Shop. Sam and Mitch are two local guys making roast beef, corned beef, and meatballs in-house. They pile it up high to build French dips, Rubens, and meatball subs. I know Sam and Mitch, and I can tell you, you're looking for a couple of ringers for your best ball foursome. I never slide. Look elsewhere. But if you're looking for great sandwiches, take advantage of the free parking at City Hall and visit the Sandwich Shop, 201 Wall Street, downtown Spartanburg. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM is your home for Spartanburg Vikings football. Listen to Vikings football each Friday presented by Chris Foster Heating and Air, your local rain specialist right here on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM and on the Fox Sports 1400 app. Winning takes a strong team effort and you'll win when you trust the Capazzi Glass Mart team for your commercial and residential glass needs. Storefronts, auto glass, safety glass for heavy equipment, window and insulated glass, patio doors and plexiglass, mirrors, expert repair service. Plus, Capazzi Glass Mart provides 24-hour emergency board up service. Call the Capazzi Glass Mart team today at 583-6200. That's 583-6200. Kaposi Glass Mart, serving the upstate since 1975. Kaposi Glass Mart, helping your team win. Do you own a diesel truck that just doesn't have the power you want when pulling your camper, boat, or livestock trailer? Whether you use your diesel truck for work or play, optimal performance is important. PF Auto and Diesel has over 30 years' experience and employs ASE certified mechanics and can get your diesel engine running right. So whether it's the power stroke in your Ford that's giving you issues or your dump truck or tractor trailer just isn't running right, call PF Auto and Diesel today to schedule your appointment. 426-5083. PF Auto and Diesel, 11 16 Jonesville Lockhart Highway in Union, worth the drive to get your diesel engine running right. Military and first responders get 10% off with proper ID. 
Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Well, we'll remind you once again that I'm not Perry Allen Wood. Perry is doing daddy duty in Columbia, South Carolina with his daughter who is a senior at the University of South Carolina. And uh, Greg Moore is not with us today. He's taking a sabbatical for kind of general health reasons he's he's had a a tough year physically and he just needs to to have a break and but we hope he does get to come back sometime before the end of the year if not we'll see him next year well perry he texted me a little bit earlier this week and told me to line up some guests and uh for our legend segment legend segment he i told him i said i don't think i don't know about this but uh we're going to talk to him because I met him yesterday morning, and I really didn't know him till I seen him at the restaurant. This boy's—he's going to be a long way from being a legend yet, because he's young. But he's working on it, and that's going to be Josh Burgess. Are you with us, Josh? Yes, sir. Uh, glad to have you on the show this morning. Uh, good to be here. Start off. How many races have you won up at Harris this year? Because I have called your name out an awful lot here on Saturday morning. I want, I want to say it's 14. I'm, I'm not completely sure on that, but, but I, I, I think 14 is enough. 14 races. That ain't too shabby. No, it's not. And uh, he won last Friday night and got pulled down and uh, seen a picture of his race car in the shop about 4.51 a.m. and had to put the motor back together, then put it back in the race car and went back and won on Saturday night again. Is that right? Yes. Well, we actually finished second. But we were part of a, a one-two protest. We protested the winner, and the winner back protested us. So it was actually two engines being taken apart. And we were uh, eventually at like 3 o'clock in the morning declared the winner. <laughs> well, that's, that's, yeah, a good, that's a good thing. It, it, made, it made for a long <laughs> night, but luckily we had an engine sitting there waiting on us to go right in the hole. Oh, okay. We didn't have to, we, we didn't have to put one back together, but... It's still a lot of work getting that car back together. Yes, it is. I uh, bet it is. Plus, too, it's good to have a backup motor knowing it's that strong, too. Yeah, it's actually, it was my primary motor because I crashed my, my new car out about two races prior. So we were actually racing my old car. So we had pulled the motor out and had it sitting there in the floor just in case we needed it. And it, it come in handy. Yes, it does. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, in a situation like that where you know you're racing Friday and Saturday, is there any gamesmanship that goes on there with the, they protest the winner hoping he won't be ready for Saturday night? Well, most of us, 
most of us that race there, you know, the that are very competitive. We have multiple engines. So, you know, when when we left, we shook hands and agreed that we were both going to try and make it back. I just think we had just a little bit more help than he did. I feel like if he'd had a little bit more help, he'd have made it back to to the second night as well. Yep. And uh, tell us about how many years you've been racing. This year makes my my 20th year racing. Okay. So it's I'm not but 35, but I've been racing for a long time. Started out young. Yes, sir. Well, Alan was telling me that when he saw you yesterday, he didn't realize that you were as young as you are. So to have that many years in already, you did start early. I did. I started, I was still early in high school when I started racing. So I was having to juggle playing football and racing and all at the same time. It was a struggle back then. Well, who got you started in racing? Put it that way. Well, my, my dad and my uncle and my grandfather, they always had a car that they raced that they paid somebody to drive. We had a lot of good drivers like Chris Jackson, James Abernathy. Even the guy I finished second to me Saturday night, Johnny Hip even drove for us for a, for a spell. But when me and my cousin got, you know, driving age, they decided they was going to sell off all their stuff and build both of us a car. So we've both been racing uh, since then, and we actually raced against each other for a long time. Man, I'm going to tell you, that's some good racing when, you, when you're racing against your family because you can race them hard, and you know they're not going to run over you. That makes for some really good racing. Yes, it does. And uh, like you said, uh, a good deal uh, last Friday and Saturday night, from what I figure, you took home about $3,000, didn't you? Yeah, it definitely makes for a, a good start for the next year. I can promise you that. It, it's definitely going to help out. And people don't realize that how, how, how hard it is to come up with parts for our cars right now. Tires situation is getting to be kind of hard, uh, kind of Yeah, up. I mean, every, everything you try to order nowadays is on back order, you know, two, three weeks out. It's a struggle keeping tires you know we like you know as competitive as this class is you really have to keep new tires on your car i mean it's you can run tires two and three weeks but if you're going to be up front you're going to have new tires on the car so it's, it really is a struggle you well, know keeping new tires on it because they won't let you buy but a certain few you know so so uh tell us who some of your sponsors are that helps you out in buying some of this stuff Man, I got some great sponsors. I really have been blessed when it comes to the sponsor side of things. You know, I, I thank God for putting all these people in front of me because it, it, it really is a blessing, all the help that we have. Not only the, the sponsors, but the people that come to the race with us that, that's there every week to help. But my main sponsors, you know, uh, Trendy Transport. I mean, they, they, they're not only my sponsor, they're, they're my family, too. I consider them family. They're, they're part of my church family. They're uh, they're actually my brother's in-law, you know. So we're, we're really, you know, like a big family. Ricker Machine, you know, I, I, I try to tell everybody, you know, Ricker Machine, he's my engine builder, has been my engine builder for many, many years now. And it, it really helps when your engine builder is part of your team, you know. I mean, it, they, these parts, they are extremely, extremely expensive. And when you got your engine builder on your team, it's always a plus. Yes, it is. Uh, Flat Rock Car Wash in uh, Hendersonville, I mean, that Billy Pace and his family, they came on this year. 
they have been a tremendous help. It's just, you know, Ward's Auto Supply in Hendersonville. We, we're extremely blessed with sponsors, you know. And these guys not only sponsors, but they come to the race with us. So they see, you know, how we represent them, and we try to represent them well and uh, try to get them out there, you know, so everybody can see them. Well, you've been getting them out there this year, I can tell you that, because all I've pretty much said this year is Josh Burgess. Josh Burgess. Uh, I, I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, how many more races this year do you have scheduled? We are actually done for the year this year. We uh, finished up early this year, and, and I'm kind of glad, you know. It gives me time to spend with my family. Uh, today's actually my wife's birthday. That's why we're not racing at Traveler's Rest tonight. Well, happy birthday. I want to wish my wife a happy birthday. Uh, she definitely deserves for me to be here with her today. She sacrifices a ton. My sister-in-law sacrifices a ton. You know, these ladies don't don't hardly make a peep. They let us do what we want to do because we love it. Well, tell us some of the names of the guys that helps you work on the race car. We got a well, we got a group of guys, man. And when I tell you that God has put these people in front of me, you know, to help me, I truly believe it because these people don't live down the road. I mean, they they drive an hour every week to come and help us work on this car. That's dedication. And, uh, that, absolutely. I mean, they're here every week. First off, I want to thank my dad and my brother. You know, they, they've been with me the whole time. You know, they're there every week. My brother, he does a lot of behind the scenes work. You know, he he does he does all the car washing. You know, he's up there grinding tires. You know, he's got all that going while we're not even there. You know. So I, I really want to thank my dad and my brother. And other than that, I have uh, Billy Ricker. He is Billy Ricker's been my engine builder for some time now. And he builds a hot rod, and he he takes care of everything engine related. Uh, Randy Haas, Randy Haas, he came on with us a couple years ago, and he has been a tremendous help to us on setup stuff. You know, I mean, anything to be fabricated, Randy's the man. Um, Billy Pace, he's also a sponsor. He's there. He came. He started coming to the race with us last year, and he is there every single week. He's going to be there to help out. It don't matter. If he's got something going on, he's making time to be to the race. Uh, a friend of all those guys, Mark Maxwell, he started coming to the race with us as well, and we really enjoy having Mark there. He's one of those He's one of those old school guys. You know, he'll he'll give you a little tip that you, ain't, you hadn't even thought about, you know, and it, you know, little stuff like that helps. Well, uh, I saw about, uh, probably about six or seven races ago, you had a GoPro camera in your car, and it was right there beside your left side, and it showed you with the steering wheel, and I watched the whole video of the race, and uh, I sent a video to my brother, which he, uh, he was with Junior Johnson for about 23 years, now he's with Action Motorsport, and uh, he looked at me, and he sent back, he said, all I can say is it's a good handling race car, because he's not turning the steering wheel that much. Oh, yeah. Well, these guys make it easy on me, man. They, most nights, you know, sometimes we struggle, but most nights, all I am is just holding that steering wheel and just letting that car do its thing. I mean, they, they really do give me a, a, a good car every week. Well, that's that's one thing it takes out there is a good car and reliable car. People don't realize how much, uh, uh, I ain't going to say, little parts could cost you and... That's one thing you don't have hardly ever hear of a DNF. 
That's right. Yeah. When when you got when everybody on your team, you can trust them and don't have to go back and check over what they're doing. Man, that just that that's that's what it takes. But these people, uh, sometimes these people don't realize that we only run twelve or fifteen laps, but on dirt. That's about like a hundred laps on asphalt because these sheep. Sometimes I, you know, I've rode around the racetrack before, but I never have drove a race car. And once or twice, Danny looked at me and he said, "I'm going to put you in that race car tonight." I said, "No, I'm not going to get in that race car." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't realize even on a smooth racetrack, Harris Speedway is probably the smoothest racetrack that we race on in the Upstate. You know, and it, week in and week out, it is smooth as it can be. But even on a smooth racetrack, it, riding in these cars is brutal. I mean, it, it is rough. Yep. You know, you, you, you're pushing everything to the limit. So about every week when I get out, I'm ready to go to the chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, gosh, got, last time we was up there, I got to put a shout out to the new promoters of the racetrack because they're doing a lot of improvements up there. Man, Harris Speedway has come leaps and bounds. If you have, if you have not seen a race at Harris Speedway, you're missing out. You really need to come down. Joe and Mitchell are doing an awesome job with that place. They're doing updates. I mean, the track surface is immaculate every week. I mean, they're, they're really, when they say they're making Harris great again, they really are. Yes, they are. And uh, that racetrack's got a long history because I remember whenever I was in high school, we used to go up there and it used to be asphalt. Oh, yeah. And I just got a te- I, I just got a text that said it's from Scotty. He said, "Don't forget about your crankshaft man." Crankshaft man. <laughs> yeah, Scotty, Spartan crankshafts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty, Scotty takes care of all our crankshafts. I'm glad you said Scotty because I almost forgot one person. Scotty Smith, high side race chassis. I almost forgot him, and I'm glad y'all mentioned that. Scotty built me a new car over the winter. And we all went up there and uh, helped out with it. And, man, it really is an awesome ride. I want to thank him for everything that he's done for me. Yeah, old Scotty over at Spartan Crankshaft, sometimes I'll walk in there and say, hey, he said, how fast you need back? I said, I'm waiting now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, actually, I actually live not far from Spartan Crankshaft. So, Billy Ricker, he's all the time, when he comes down to help us on the car, you know, he'll have a truck full of crankshafts, and he'll be like, can you run these over to Spartan Cranks? So we're all the time in and out of, in and out of Spartan Crankshaft. So, well, yeah, jo- we thank Scotty for all his work. Well, Josh, we ran up on that 20 minutes. Now, see, this 20 minutes was short, and uh, I hope you enjoyed breakfast yesterday morning. I did. Thank you, sir. <laughs> like I said, I didn't realize that was you back there because until my daughter sat down beside me and she said, that's Josh back there. I said, well, I never knowed it because I never had met you. So, uh, I, I did. I enjoyed it. Me and my wife both. I took the day off just to hang out with her and we went and had breakfast and that was a, that was a treat when I got up to the, got up to the register and I appreciate it. <laughs> well, we'd like to thank you for coming on. Wish you a lot of luck in the upcoming season and, uh, like I say, God bless you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. And that was Josh Burgess, I guess the winningest driver right now Yep, at Harris. Yes, it is. Uh, like I said, uh, right now you bring some of your crate late models in there and stuff like that. But when you get back down to the Renegade Division, Renegade Division, and what we used to call Limited Sports Division up there, 
uh, it's like I tell people, when them cars crank up and go out on the racetrack, everybody starts paying attention. Everybody Absolutely. Starts, everybody starts running to the fences and going to look, see what's going to happen, because it's exciting. That's great. And that's part of it. And listen, we're going to have to take another break right now. We'll be back right after this. And we're going to be talking to Eddie Ray. Eddie Ray, owner of Traveler's Rest Speedway. And you're listening to Fox Sports 98.3 FM, 1400 AM. Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife, Rita, are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. The Fox Sports 1400 app is the best way to keep up with Spartanburg Sports Scene. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd pleasing Budweiser brands, and world famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing, or the ideal gift. Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you want a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosure condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land. It doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. Here on Fox Sports, 98.3, 1400 AM. And we've got a guest, Alan. Uh, we got Eddie Ray, who owns uh, Traverse Rest Speedway. And uh, you with us, Eddie Ray? I sure am. Uh, glad to have you on air this morning. 
Hey, I'm uh, excited to be on. Definitely when I got the call the other day about you putting me on and be able to come on your show and be on with a legendary uh, a legendary tuner who drove, who worked for a legendary driver. How can I pass that, op- uh, you know, that opportunity up? I don't know about that legendary stuff, but uh, anyway, uh, you got a big race going on over at Trevor Fritz Speedway this evening. It's going to be the Robert Bradley Memorial. And for our fans that don't, everybody, if when you say Robert Bradley, you talk, you say racing. Well, uh, unfortunately, I never had the opportunity to meet Robert because uh, the year that I got the track, he actually, that was the year he had, he had the heart attack in the beginning of 2017. And I got it at the end of 2000 that he had at the beginning the first race of the year, and uh, I got it right at the end of 2017. So, unfortunately, I never had a chance to meet Robert, but everything that uh, Robin Caldwell and everybody who knew him told me he was a tough bird, a tough tech man, and uh, was a really good person. Yep, he was the original outlaw. That's what I uh, had on the side of his car, but you answered one of my questions was, how many years that you've had TR Speedway? So uh, I... Uh, we closed on TR Speedway um, on uh, October. No, okay, I'm sorry. Um, September first, two thousand seventeen. Okay. So we it was it's been four it was four years the beginning of uh, this month. Well, Eddie, what led you to to buy a racetrack? <laughs> Put your seatbelt on because I wasn't ready for it either. <laughs> um, so. I was never in the market to be a race car, racetrack owner. Long story short, me and my wife, we're originally from Florida. My wife was the actual superstar of the family. She actually, two-time Mexican gold medalist. Uh, She was a motocross. She raced motocross. Well, when she retired from racing, she decided that she wanted to try a little off-road racing. And the factory Yamaha team was right here in Traveler's Rest. Well, we moved to Traveler's Rest, and uh, I was actually, when I moved here, um, my dad used to race cars. My grandfather used to work for Red Farmer. Um, so um, I've always been kind of like around Hialeah Speedway and all that. Well, I wanted to race race cars. So my boss at the time of the Yamaha team was Randy Hawkins, who drove late models out at Greenville Pickens Speedway. So... Every day when I'd have to walk in my race shop, I'd have to walk past all the late models. So, of course, I wanted to drive race cars. Next thing you know, I bought one race car. It didn't take long before I had three or four race cars, a 4,000-square-foot race shop, 40-foot trailers, list of toolboxes, jacks, you know, lifts, everything, you know, kind of went overboard. Well, the guy who built my race cars, his name was uh, Chris Harville. Everybody calls him Rabbit. Well, I would come out and watch him race dirt here at Traveler's Rest Speedway. And I only lived down the road. Even though I raced asphalt, I would come here to watch them race dirt. Well, then we soon put a motocross track here at Traveler's Rest Speedway. And then months after we put the motocross track in, Scott was leaving. And one thing, quick, every day, talked to my wife about it. You know, I didn't know anything about promoting. Promote, I've never promoted a race before in my life before that. So, uh, we got the speedway and basically got thrown to the Lions. And here we are now, four years later, when people said we probably wouldn't. I was told I wouldn't make it six months. Well, it, it sounds like one of the reasons for that is because neither you or your wife do anything halfway, 
when you start something, you go whole hog. Well, you know, I'll tell you this. When I got the Speedway, um, it definitely wasn't in its greatest shape. So me and my wife basically decided we were going to attack this thing head on. And, you know, we put money after money after money. You know, pretty much everything we've made here, we put back into here fixing bleachers, fixing the track, you know, uh, um, upgrading stuff, our concession stands, you know, putting the new tech shed in the middle, uh, putting dirt in every year, you know, little stuff like that. So, no, we don't do anything, you know, we, we, we don't do anything, you know, half, uh, you know, halfway. We, we pretty much nose to the grindstone and do everything uh, the best we can to get the best product we can. Well, Eddie, how did you work out the deal with uh, Greenville to get the dirt from the monster trucks? Well, that it, it didn't come from Greenville. It actually came from uh, it actually came from Bonds Decor, and uh, they they said the stadium. My wife had some connection um, with the people of Feld. They said they weren't coming back to that stadium because it was too small. And they had all the dirt, and next thing you know, they were trucking it into Traveler's Rest Speedway. Well, just from talking to you so far, it sounds like you really hit a home run in the matrimonial part. Uh, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, of course, in racing, you know, not everybody agrees. You know, it's, a t- it's definitely a tough crowd, but... I'm happy with the progress. You know, I'm happy with coming in with the very little bit. I mean, basically nothing, knowing nothing about car racing and ending up where we are today. And by me, by no means do I still know everything. I'll never, nobody, when you stop learning is when, or, you know, when you stop learning is when obviously progress stops. And obviously along the way, one of my mentors in the very beginning stages was Scott Childress. And to this day, if I ever have a question or a problem, he'll be one of my first phone calls. So I'd like to think that, but, you know, we did, uh, I, we've done everything, you know, the right way. But like I said, it's, it's, it's a learning process and uh, um, I still feel like we're, we're still learning. Well, Eddie Ray, I have to apologize to you because the first time we come over there, you walked up and you... You told Danny, he said, I sure do appreciate y'all coming over here racing with me and stuff like that. And you turned around and walked off. And I was kind of working on the race car a little bit. And I walked up. I said, who's that? He said, that's Eddie Ray. I said, well, I figured he's about five foot six, a little old man with scruffy beard, chewing tobacco and stuff like that. Drove the water truck around the racetrack. And I said, there is no way the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm the six foot three guy. With no scruffy beard that still drives the water truck around. And, uh, you know, you got to remember, when I stepped into this, all I knew were the names. I had some good people behind me that said, hey, these are the names. These are the guys um, that are the, the guys that really kind of put on the show. But one thing I prided myself with, I don't care if you're a rookie, a kid, or you're a limited driver across the range. I've tried to treat everybody equal. You know, uh, you get respect, you give respect. So anytime that I was uh, ever in the presence of these guys that I only heard their names before, like Danny Tesnier, Wally Fowler, Michael Barbary, Timmy Smith, 
you know, and these are and and the list goes on. Front wheel drive guys. I always made it a point to go over and introduce myself and say, "Hey, you know, thank you for coming. I'm, uh, you know, I appreciate y'all being here. I appreciate the support, and uh, you know, I've always just kind of made that a, uh, um, you know, a, a priority. And obviously, at the same time, to be available to anybody who has a question, like when my phone rings, I answer. It doesn't matter who it is, even when I know it rings, and I go, "Oh God." Here we go. I'm about to get a verbal lashing. <laughs> I take that phone call. So, well, Eddie, know, that's um, not just a good philosophy for your business life. That's a good philosophy for life. Yeah, and, and like I said, I have great parents. I had great upbringing. So, you know, it, the apple don't fall far from the tree. So, I mean, it's just naturally for me to be. I'm a friendly guy. You know, I'm outgoing. You know, don't get me wrong. You 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 can catch. Well, uh, Alan, you've been around racing. You know, sometimes it can get very taxing and very nerve wracking. You know, there's times in the track that I'm definitely high strung, but it's just because so many people in this speedway are depending on me and, and counting on me. And me, my job is to keep everybody safe and put on a good show. You know, so, um, you know, I, like I said, I always try to be personable, but at the same time, you know, people do, you know, get, catch me at a bad time when I'm at a bad mood, but. The majority of time, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty personable. Well, not only does he have cars on the racetrack, but every so often he'll bring the American Flat Track Association in over there. And uh, I got a nephew. He works for the Epstenson Racing. Epstenson. Yeah. That's the Yamaha yep. Racing. And uh, he sent me a, a video of the racetrack. He said, man, this sure is getting nice over here. I said, well, <laughs> guess what? You got a new owner. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm very, you know, obviously I told you I come from the motorcycle side. I'm originally motocross people. Uh, so I had a lot of connections with flat tracks. So when I got the Speedway, one thing I did was I thought outside the box. I knew I didn't just want to be a race car track. Um, I wanted to open these gates up to, as you know, I do motocross. I do mountain bike. I do flat track. I do parties for, you know, I do college parties. I do, um, you know, I wanted to make this an all-around sports, you know, like a motorsports complex or motorsports facility to accommodate many different walks of life. So, um, like I said, we do flat track, and like I said, I'm very tied. And to this day, one of my biggest races and biggest crowds we ever had was one of our flat track races. Yes. That's what he said. Uh, a lot of people showed up for that. And I didn't yep. think I didn't think Travers Rest and everything would kind of, you know, cuddle up to motorcycles. But that, that just goes show you what I know about flat track motorcycle racing. Well, and, and at the same time, I feel like I've opened other track uh, other tracks eyes because one, I've, I've created some classes in car racing that other people have adopted, like Thunder Bomber Futures. Like I, I, I was the one who spearheaded that class um and then obviously going to flat track like i did flat track i put on big flat track shows and now actually one of my uh one of our uh you know obviously neighboring tracks which is harris they're actually having a flat track race coming up you know uh here in just maybe in october and of course a lot of people said you know oh are you mad i said no i said you know this is what this world's all about is you know 
it, the more places people got to ride and race race cars, the better the better it is for for the fans and for the athletes. Because unfortunately, right now the way it looks is, you know, speedways aren't opening up across the world; they're closing down. Yeah. So we got to preserve these things and you know keep this keep this alive for all the fans, whether they're two wheel or four wheel. Well, I have to I have to pat you on the back there because uh, we come over there at one of your Thunder Bomber Classics and you had limited sportsmen on the schedule, and uh, you paid a good bit of money there and uh, paid a good bit of money always throughout the field. That's one thing I can say about you. Uh, if you run second, third, or fourth, fifth, sixth, you still take home a good bit of money, whereas a lot of boys, I tell them, after you get back about fourth or fifth, you're uh, you're starting digging to your own pocket, but yeah, I, I mean, you you know, I uh, at the same time, uh, 2017. As soon as I got the track, I had an idea. Like it just hit me from day one that I wanted to run a race called Thunder Bomber Classic, and I've always said I wanted to be the biggest. I wanted to build an event. I wanted to build an event that was long term. And obviously, this year we're on year five of Thunder Bomber Classic, and you know. To this day, nobody's paid 5000 or I did. The largest Thunder Bomber race so far that's ever been run in history of Thunder Bomber was me, which was 6000 to win and 500 for last. Well, this year we're actually up to 10000 to win for a Thunder Bomber class. I mean, sometimes that's what super late models pay. So Thunder Bomber Classic was something, or the Thunder Bombers was something that was kind of a passion of mine. Uh, because the short time that I did, or when I raced asphalt, I actually did race dirt two times in my life, and both of them were in Thunder Bomber class. And then I got the Speedway, and I never raced. I never, you know, I never raced dirt again. So, um, you know, this year, October fourteen, or fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, or fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, we actually have the fifth annual Monster Energy Brian Easler uh, Brian Easler Toyota uh, ten thousand to win Thunder Bomber Classic. Well. uh and another thing that you give away, I'm going to tell you, it's that Thunder Bomber Classic that we was in, and like I said, we run limited sportsmen in it, and won it, was a beautiful trophy. And uh, whenever I seen that trophy come out, I told my daughter, I said, grab it and run. Just grab <laughs> it and run. Well, I've always thought, like I said, I, I came into this not wanting to do what everybody else did. I came into this with an open mind to do stuff that nobody's ever done. And listen, it didn't always work. I mean, it, you, you got to crack eggs to make omelets. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you know, the way I looked at it, I wanted to do something, big races, and not always have your traditional little three-post trophy. So we've done the bill. I got a traveling trophy, so like for Thunder Bomber Classic. Um, we have a, tr- uh, a thing called the, the Bill Morgan Cup. That's actually a traveling trophy. Every person that's won, when you win it, your name goes on it, and then you keep it for a year in the mantle or you give it to your sponsor, and then at the end of the year, you give it back because the next year, if somebody else wins, they get to take it home for a year. But um, I've done uh, I've done some really nice, like, uh, UF- that's like UFC or um, boxing championship belt. I was the first to bring that in, and of course, some other people adopted that. But let me tell you something: if you're at Thunder Bomber Classic this year, I got a trophy that's going to knock everybody's stocks off. Like I don't, 
The only reason I don't want to tell anybody about it is I don't want anybody to steal it before <laughs> I get it out for Thunder Bomber Classic. And I'm telling you, it's going to be one of the coolest. It's going to be a trophy that you hang on your wall or mount in a glass box. It's going to be something that you cherish. Like, it's that cool. Like, it's got actual, without going into too much detail, it's actually got hand-painted everything on it. Like, the what place you got, the amount you won. It's um, it's really, it actually, there's two pieces of it um, that go together. So, when the winner actually pulls into victory lane, you're going to see one of the coolest trophies, and I think one of the coolest trophies that person one of the probably the most money they ever won, which will be ten grand, and it'll probably be the coolest trophy that they'll ever take home. So yeah, I'm really excited. Um, uh, I put a lot of uh, a lot of thought and a lot of detail, and I actually got people that are customizing, hand painting the trophy. Well, you've got me hooked. I, I, I'm excited to, to eventually see that. Well, you will see it when whoever steps up on top of the hood of that or the roof of that car in Victory Lane, and they uh, they display this trophy. I think it's going to be something that's going to be uh, pretty neat. And like I said, it'll be one you take home and go up. Oh, there's my trophy room. I'm putting this as soon as I walk in the door, so everybody can see it. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, how many laps will this race be? Um. So. We're, we're, we're working out the final details for Thunder Bomber Classic. Um, it's looking like minimum it's going to be 60 laps with a 30-lap pit stop where at halfway you can refuel, and then after everybody refuels, you got six minutes to make any change on the car you want. Suspension, uh, tire, the only thing you can't change, you got six minutes, You can. the only thing you can't change is the driver. So... Um, it'll be something, uh, like I said, uh, it, this, this Thunder Bomber Classic gained a lot of traction, and I think the fans like to uh, see all those cars stop up on the front straightaway and everybody to go to work on them. I think it's a real cool part of the show. Yes, it is. Uh, like I say, wish you all the luck in the world, and uh, I mean, how much more time we got here? Uh, we got a few more minutes. Okay, all right. Any more improvements you plan on doing to the racetrack that you see in the near uh, future? One thing that I'm going to work on in the off and the off season that I'm going to make happen is uh, I think we're going to I think everybody needs to come out and give them a give this place a uh, like a uh, what do you call it you know uh, a send off is I believe the guardrails are coming out and the, and the concrete walls going in. Well, I did notice so, last time I was over there that you have started putting I think some LED lighting on there. Yep, uh, we replaced the lights. We're on. We're on all. We're on LED, so it's all lit up. Um, we've brought in dirt. We put in the new tech shed. We, we you know, uh, we you know, we wooded the bleachers. Um, I don't know if uh, our new uh, scoring room. It used to be in the tower. Well, we've actually moved it out three feet, so the scorers now can see the whole track, all bay windows. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm at the point where. You know the, the speedway's doing well. It's time to give a you know a, 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 a farewell to the to the guardrails, and uh, we're gonna you know these things have been hit for twenty some years. You know I think Travelers Rest Speedway the first race was run in two thousand one, and from two thousand one now to now those things have been hit plenty of times. So I think it's time we uh, 
we retire them and uh, put us up a new wall. Well, I was talking to you a little bit earlier in the week. You said you go to Las Vegas for something. Yeah, I uh, I would go. I go out there. I do a, a, a podcast or a radio show. Uh, I haven't done it here in a little while, but I mean, I, I would go out there, and it's called Pulp Next, where we talk strictly motocross and kind of what you guys are doing now, but motocross. But being that I've literally almost disconnected from the meaning like racing and all that, um, I haven't gone. I haven't gone here lately, but um, so. I'm familiar with doing kind of, you know, podcasts and radio shows and, and all that. So, um, you know, but it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm a talker, so I like to get out there and uh, and chitty chat with everybody. Well, Eddie, we appreciate having you on here, and, and we love listening to you talk. So that works out real well. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you guys having me and uh, letting me come on, tell my story and, you know, obviously our experience and, you know, one thing uh, for sure is I love the process of, uh, you know, car racing. Like I said, I'm very new to it. I, everybody, everybody that's been into that races has been doing it way longer than I have. And everybody's kind of helped me out along the way and, you know, show me the ropes and, you know, been there for a little support. So, um, yeah, I enjoy it. And uh, I definitely enjoy being on. And just so y'all know, I actually got a race coming up uh, October 7th called Moto Car Fight Club. And that's where all the professional motocrossers come in, and they're actually using some of our drivers' cars. And we have a race October. It's a Thursday night um, for like all the big name motocrossers. And alongside, just so y'all know, racing this year, one of the biggest names in NASCAR is Haley Deegan. She'll be racing at Travelers Rest oh, yeah. on on October the seventh. That'll be great. And listen, tell everybody where they can find out all this information. Yeah, you can you can find all the information on uh, on Facebook. Obviously, you know, go to TR Speedway on the Facebook, or you can go on our website. It's uh, trspeedwaysd.com, and we post everything on there: times, prices, schedules, um, all that kind of stuff. And you can get pretty much any information. And obviously, on the Facebook and on the website, it's got my personal number. So anybody that has questions, like I've been talking to y'all. My phone's been ringing off the hook. I just keep ignoring it, so they're probably all mad at me. Uh, well, Eddie Ray, <laughs> so, what, what time is your gates open up today for this big race you having tonight? Uh, tonight, gates open at 4. Drivers meeting is at 6.30. Uh, final, qualifying, uh, final qualifying is at uh, 7 o'clock. And then all the big main events tonight, we got front-wheel drive, 1,000 to win. Pure stock, 1,200 to win. Thunder Bomber Futures, 500 to win. Uh, Thunder Bombers fifteen hundred to win, Crate Sportsman twelve hundred to win, Renegade Street Stock Combined fifteen hundred to win, and then twelve hundred to win six hundred two Crate Late Model. And for a lot of people that don't realize this, that you do have a curfew over there at Travelers Rest Speedway, do you? Our biggest setback here at Travelers Rest Speedway—it's it, our biggest—it's our biggest blessing and our biggest curse. Yes, the blessing meaning everybody knows they're going home at eleven thirty. The biggest curse that. We've got to be done, and one thing I've learned is how to stay on schedule. Because if you don't, if you start dragging your feet, next thing you know, you're right up against the curfew, and it's a big fine when you go over. So, I mean, listen, I've gone over before, and, you know, I paid the piper, and uh, we've, uh, but we make it a point to stay away from that 1130 uh, uh, curfew time. 
All right. Well, we're going to let you get back in that water truck and get that track ready for the night. Now, I might, I might ride over there and watch this race. Well, come on out. I, I know last night we had a – so uh, traditionally on Friday night we've done the qualifying. Like last night or last year on Friday night we had about 50 cars. And then on Saturday we had 116 cars. Wow. Last night, last night we had 79 cars. So, you know, it's hard for people sometimes to make it on Friday. So that's why we have final qualifying today. So you don't got to show up and just start in the rear. You still got a chance to qualify in and start, I think, as high up as fifth place. So, uh, like I say, going to be a good night for racing. Track's going to stay moist. It's kind of cool. So, uh, Everybody listening, head on over to Traverse Rest Speedway. Like I said, these tracks just kind of work together between Gaffney and Harris and everything where they don't kind of butt heads with each other. Uh, that's one good thing about these local racers that we do so that you can watch local racing. Yep, and, and for sure. Like I said, the guys over at Harris and Scott, you know, Mitchell and Joe, we we sit down at the beginning of the year. We work on our schedule where, hey, you get some, I get some, you know, hey, we don't want to fight over peanuts. You know, there's plenty of pie to go around. You know, there's plenty, plenty of uh, plenty to go around. So they've definitely been a big help. Harris, uh, you know, they raced last week, and I'm sure they got some races coming on. Everybody thinks we all feud, but it's far from that. So um, they're definitely a big help. But once again, I know you guys got to run, but I definitely appreciate you guys having us on or having me on. Let me do some talking, and hopefully we'll see everybody and see you guys out here at the races. Thanks a lot, and we sure will. Folks, we've been talking to Eddie Ray, the owner and promoter of Traveler's Rest Speedway. Again, go find him on Facebook. They have a web page, and we promise you we will be talking to Eddie again soon. Now, so, listen, it's coming up closer to the top of the hour, so we've got to take our final break, Alan, and we'll be back right after this. Get in the game. It's fall savings time, and your countdown to kickoff starts now at Greer Nissan. Tackle the Nissan Rogue, $299 a month. New Nissan Versa, $269 a month. Lease them up in a Nissan Kicks, $239 a month. Roomy Nissan Sentra, $199 a month. And Nissan Murano, $199 a month. Plus 0% financing is available. Get more for your trade. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Kick off your savings at Greer Nissan. Call 864-479-1197 for details. Business owners have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lubin Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, in Inman. 
River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. We are Fox The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage. Biscuits baked to perfection. The enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's easy on the go breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Value when product served. break of this two-hour show it's went by fast it has flown by Perry, we still miss you though absolutely we're ready for you to be back brother but uh and you too uh greg yep great and uh starting off now we got uh got a little bit of racing going on if you want to stay at home we got the nascar xfinity series they are going to be at uh Las Vegas Speedway, mm-hmm. 7.30 p.m. this evening, and uh, going to be on NBC Sports Network. And somebody we failed to mention this week, Jeremy Clement, sitting in 12th place, but just a few points can he, move him up. Yes, he's eight points back. Uh, like I said, uh, after three races, they will be actually be moving on. And uh, so uh, hopefully Jeremy Clements has a good race out there at Las Vegas and I think that's one of his better race tracks, which I don't want to jinx in. Yeah, let's, let's knock on wood. Let's, let's don't let's don't go there. So, uh, actually, seen him on the news this week on News Channel Seven. And be sure to listen to Open Mike Daily on Wednesday. He's on there every Wednesday. Yes, he is. And uh, like I said, uh, starting off with the Fantasy Series, we got in first place. We got Austin Centric. Second, we got AJ Allmendinger. And they said there's no hard feelings between them from uh, last uh, week at Bristol Speedway, where uh, if everybody watched that race, they went across the they went across start and finish line sideways. In third place in the points is AJ. I mean, not AJ. It's Justin Algar. Fourth is Noel Grayson. Fifth is Justin Haley. Sixth is Daniel Hamrick. Seventh is Jeb Burton. Eighth is Harrison Burton. Ninth is Myatt Sider. Tenth is Brandon Jones. Eleventh is Riley Hurst. And twelfth is Jeremy Clements. And uh, like I said, watch them on news. They're getting ready to go out there to Las Vegas. And uh, for everybody that's here, uh, keep pulling for one of our local drivers, Jeremy Clements. And now, if you want to move on over to Sunday evening... Sunday evening, which I kind of like Sunday evening because uh, the race is going to start later on at Las right. Vegas. And uh, 
the people that's moving on as far as into the round of uh, 12. You got Kyle Larson, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Bush, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, uh, Christopher Bell, and Kevin Harvick. And the four that's on the outside looking in is Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Brad Keselowski, and Joey Logano. So, uh, that's uh, that's going to be a big shakeup, right? I think it is. It's going to be some names that we always expect to be there, and they're not. They're not. And got a text last night about twelve fifteen that my brother's car, the Wheeling Motorsports from Action Express. Right, yeah. Uh, Felipe Nasser is sitting on the pole for the big race out there that they have at Long Beach, I think it is. Okay, and is that tomorrow? I think, that's, uh, I think it might be... Or tonight? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably get a text in about two seconds letting me know. <laughs> but uh, I haven't got that. Uh, we'll find it, though. I'm kind of shuffling a little bit of papers around, but... Uh, it, we're, we're doing what Perry usually does, and we're not used to doing this. Perry, help! Yeah, Perry, help. But uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to thank all our guests come on here today. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. I had fun with them today. Yeah. Josh Burgess, a great interview with Josh Burgess. And uh, like you said, taking a little time off with his family and uh, can't blame a man for that. Absolutely not. And I want to thank the the smartest woman I know, Deb Williams. She's on here every week and we always look forward to it. And got uh, the race at uh, Long Beach is this evening. Right. So uh, you'll be able to watch that this evening as far as the... Do you know what? Venue we can find it on? No, he just said this evening. That's all. <laughs> I, I got to get with somebody on this phone and let them let me know a little bit's going on a little bit better. But uh, we also got NHRA racing, and they are at uh, St. Louis Speedway. Yeah. And uh, what's that? 30. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, like I said, that's uh, part of our racing program that we got going on here. Uh, and listen, we want to appreciate everybody for uh, listening in. Got a call just a few couple of minutes ago from Big Kev. Hadn't seen him or heard him in a long time. Kev, it was great to hear from you. And we'll be back next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Start your engines. Perry will be back in the driver's seat. And like I said, hope we get to see Greg before too long. Greg, we miss you, buddy. Lanny McKinney, thank you for all that you do for the show and the Budmore members. And we'll see y'all next week. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are Fox Sports. We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3, Fox Sports 1400, 